Hey there, and welcome back to Podcasting for Educators. I'm going to ask you a quick question, and I want you to be honest. Are you taking full advantage of all the ways that you can repurpose your podcast episodes on social media? Maybe it's a yes, but I think for lots of us, it's a no, myself included. Today's episode is all about how you can make the process of repurposing a bit easier to manage, because if you can set up a repurposing routine, it should be saving you so much time. Plus, your podcast episodes have so much great content baked into them, so let's leverage that. To talk all about this, I have Cassandra Foster on the podcast. Cassandra is a teacher turned social media manager on a mission to help make social media marketing sustainable and profitable for teacher authors. She shows teacherpreneurs how to plan and create content, engage with their communities, and make informed decisions about their social media strategy that makes using social media to market their resources easier than ever. Cassandra is also one of the bonus guest trainers inside my new audio course, Podcast Like You Mean It, where she shares an awesome Airtable template for repurposing your podcast content. You can learn about that in the show notes for this episode. In our conversation, Cassandra tells us what repurposing actually is and why it's so important to repurpose your podcast content on social media. She also talks about what kinds of processes you can set up to make repurposing podcast content easy and what kinds of social media content you can create from your podcast episodes. All right, let's get to it. Your podcast is a powerful tool that serves your audience and your business. But how do you manage it all, bring in new listeners, and convert those listeners into customers? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators. I'm Sarah Whitaker, classroom teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm here to help you get the most out of your show all while making an impact on other educators. All right, we are back here with Cassandra. Cassandra, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I am so excited to chat with you today. This is one of my favorite topics for sure. Yes, and repurposing is what we're going to be chatting all about today. And I know that that's a big pain point for podcasters. They create this great content on their podcast, but then often, and I am super guilty of this myself, we aren't really utilizing all of this great content and repurposing it because I think sometimes we get kind of paralyzed and like don't really know the best way to go about it. And so this is going to be a really helpful conversation for people. So I'd love to kind of start at the very beginning in terms of like what even is repurposing? How do you define what that means? Sure. So I look at repurposing kind of two ways. So in a general sense, repurposing is when you take ideas from one piece of content that you've created, usually some sort of long form content like your podcast. And you take that and you reuse it in different content forms for things like social media or marketing emails. And when you repurpose, you can take things directly from one platform or form to the other, or you can kind of rework those with different graphics and things like that. So when it comes to a podcast as your long form content, you can kind of grab a clip as an audiogram real quick. And that's just something you're taking directly from your podcast and you are moving it over into your social media to use it. Or you could take some of your big main ideas and create graphics and captions specifically, and then use that on your social media. So you can kind of grab and go, or you can kind of remix it a little bit and then use it on another platform. 
Yeah, that's perfect. There's so many opportunities, which is great. But then, like I said before, I think it's also like, okay, well, where do I even start? So why do you think that repurposing is – like why do you think it is so important to actually be intentional about repurposing your podcast content on places like Instagram or TikTok? Yeah. So I am team repurposing for three reasons. So number one, it creates consistent messaging across your platforms, which is really important for your brand. When you take ideas and strategies and opinions from one platform and you also discuss them on your other platforms, people, they're easily able to know like what you stand for, what you value you have to offer to them. And that's so important in a marketing sense because it helps build that know, like, and trust factor quickly because they know that you're consistent and they know what you're going to be giving them. Two is that people need to hear things a lot. I think some people get really nervous about repurposing because they're like, oh, people are going to get bored about hearing the same thing from me over and over, but it's really just not true. (laughs) Research shows that People need to see things like seven times before it sinks in or acts on it. And even I was reading not too long ago, some newer preliminary research has says like up to 20 because our attention spans are getting so short. So short. (laughs) With all of this digital stuff in our face all day, every day. So by repeating and repurposing, you're actually doing your audience a service because they need to see it many times before it really sinks in and they can act on it and use that information. And so repurposing allows you to do that. And the third reason, which I think is the most important, is it kind of gets you off of that content creation hamster wheel, I like to call it. So you can focus on creating like one stellar piece of long-form content. You can focus on creating awesome podcast episodes. And then you can break those down into multiple social media posts and put them over on Instagram. And you're not always trying to come up with different ideas to be talking about. So you're not just like creating, 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 and like burning yourself out. Your time and your energy are really precious. And so repurposing really helps you protect those because you don't have to keep thinking up new and different ideas. Oh my gosh. Yes. Those are all amazing things to point out. With that last one, I do think that we forget that all this hard work and mental energy that goes into creating this these podcast episodes, like use that. Work yes. smarter, not harder, yes. and use that in all of these other places. And also back to just this idea of consistent messaging and being what may seem like super repetitive, like that actually is a good thing for us as business owners. I always find it really humbling (laughs) when like I feel like I'm – like if I'm getting ready to like launch something or I have a resource that I'm sharing and I feel like I'm talking about it over and over and over on my Instagram stories and then it'll be maybe like the 10th time that I've shared this thing and I'll get a message from someone like, oh my gosh, this looks awesome. Like I, this is the first time that I'm hearing about this and I'm like, what? Right. Okay. This is a good reminder. It's a good reminder that we need to consistently be talking about these things because people aren't seeing all of our content and I always say, I think in our heads, we feel like, okay, anybody who's listening to my podcast is probably following me on social media and probably on my email list, but that is not true. Mm -hmm. It's not true. And people pick and choose. They do. And even if they are in all three of those places, the likelihood that they have listened to that full podcast episode, 
seen every one of your social media posts and actually like (laughs) digested them and read all of your emails is so small. I mean, we live in a fast-paced world and I know you know as a mom, right? You are being pulled in 20 different directions at a time. Like sometimes I'm scrolling Instagram while I am like making dinner and you know, my kid is screaming for chicken nuggets and (laughs) you miss things, right? Or sometimes you just go into that mode where you are just like scrolling and zoning out and you don't even notice. Or I could be your follower, but the algorithm didn't show me that post. And so I didn't actually see it. And so it's so funny because I get those messages too, to be like, I didn't even know you offered this service. And I'll be like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is good to know. This is good to know. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Now, knowing all of that and keeping all of that in mind, let's talk about how we can actually make this process of repurposing feel doable and make it a little bit easier. So do you have any kinds of processes that you can recommend to make repurposing easier for podcasters? Definitely. So the number one thing that you can do is add your social media content creation as part of your podcast workflow. So before you say a podcast episode is done and click that check mark and say you're good <laughs> to go, make sure that you have created and scheduled your social media posts for that. Because if you go through your whole podcast workflow, you create that episode, you get it all scheduled, and then you come back a few weeks later when it's time to actually use that information on your social media platform, repurposing is going to feel like more work because you're going to have to reread through your outline or your show notes, or you're going to have to re-listen to the episode. And it's going to feel like it's taking longer when really repurposing should be saving you time. Mm -hmm. So doing it right after you finish recording your episode, editing your episode, when you get that episode up and scheduled, next step should be, okay, now I'm going to use all this information to create X amount of social media posts and get those scheduled. That's the biggest thing that I can recommend for sure. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so key. Like literally putting, I need to do this because I definitely have that mindset of like, okay, this, 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 this is done. Like my podcast manager has done all this for me. This episode's good to go. Yeah. But just literally like if you have a checklist on your project management tool, like putting those that social media content creation on there can make such a big difference. Such a big difference because then you are reading down through that list and you're like, oh, this is the last step that I have to do before it gets like completed and you forget about it and then have to come back to it later. The other thing too is having some sort of way to organize all of that repurposed content. I am a huge fan of using Airtable to do this because one, I think it's really user-friendly. Two, you can add everything you need in there. So images can go in there, graphics can go in there, text can go in there, links can go in there. So you can house everything you need for social media in that base. And so I like to use that to organize content, especially repurposed content, because you can create a column where you put like the episode that you're actually repurposing. So you can click back to it, or you can get back to it later if you need to. And it just kind of keeps it nice and organized. In the guest training that I do for your new course, I actually give the students the link to the Airtable that I use to organize all my repurposing. So that's definitely something if you are in Sarah's new course, you should definitely check out. 
Yes, a hundred percent. You have the training is amazing in there. And like she said, there's the free, free Airtable template in there as well as like a PDF that goes with her training. It is fantastic. And I was just interviewing somebody a couple weeks ago who was also raving about Airtable. So I need to check this out. Now, do you use Airtable in addition to another project management tool or do you just use Airtable. Yeah. So I use Asana to keep track of like when I should be doing things and the steps, like the SOPs for everything that I'm doing. And then Airtable is where I kind of house all the content. So like I have a base for each of my clients. That's where we put all of our content. That's where they can see it. I can create it there. They can give me feedback there. Um, It's where I create my own content. And so I kind of keep like all my SOPs and like what I need to do in Asana. And then all of my actual physical content goes into Airtable to organize it. And then I just link that Airtable to my Asana task so I can get to Mm. it easily. Yeah, that's so smart. Now, this is a really tiny detail, but I'm always curious about how people go about this. Do you, like when you create content for Instagram, so do you put it on Airtable like after you kind of initially create it? And then do you, like when it's time, do you schedule it right then? Or do you kind of like, wait until it's closer to the time that it needs to go out? And do you download it to your phone? Like, how do you manage that part? So what I do is I'll create like the whole month's worth of content first, and then I'll go through and schedule everything. So I really like to batch stuff in like steps. So I'll do like all my graphics first and then all my captions and then grab all the links I need and then schedule everything. It just makes it a little more quicker for me if I can get into like a mindset of one thing at a time. I'll do all the scheduling right on my desktop so that I don't have to like fiddle around with my phone and doing it. But obviously there are some pitfalls with that too, because not all schedulers, you can use all Instagram features. So, and you can't like (laughs) reels is like a sticky thing with scheduling right now. So sometimes I do have to go to my phone, but Airtable has a great mobile app and you can just open it and I can download it right to my phone. So that's really the only time I use my phone when I'm like posting or scheduling content. It's usually all, I throw it all into Airtable and then it goes right into my scheduler and gets pushed out. Awesome. That's so good to know. Yeah. I I don't know why, but I find like I, I put a lot of stuff in my Google Drive and I do not like downloading stuff from my phone, from Google Drive. It just always mm-hmm. like gives me a little bit of a hard time. So yeah, I'm interested to learn more about Airtable. Do you have any other tools that you use for repurposing that you love? I would say building yourself some templates in Canva mm. is going to be the biggest thing to help you save some time. Yeah. So I definitely use Canva for graphics because you can easily create and copy templates in there to create those graphics that you're going to need. Yes. Canva is the absolute best. I also love otter.ai. I use that for transcription. So like even if I'm not using a transcript, I pop every episode in there for all of our clients because it's really easy to pull quotes from. So kind of speaking about Canva, I would think that you probably use Canva a lot. What kinds of content can you repurpose a podcast into on places like Instagram? Oh, yeah. So Instagram right now, you can do static posts, which would be a single image or a single graphic. You can do carousel posts, which would be multiple images or multiple graphics. You can post reels, 
um, you can do stories as well. And so static posts, carousel posts, and reels, I'll go to your feed. And then stories are obviously in your stories. And you can create all four of those types of content with your podcast. Some a little easier than others, because some you can like pull and go, like you could easily create a static post of an audiogram because you can just pull um, the audio that you want to use and create that audiogram. If you're doing like a guest interview like this and you're recording it, you can put up the actual video as like a reel or as a story to kind of entice people to go and listen. And then carousels and like other types of reels and other types of static posts, you're really just working with your main ideas there and you're pulling them in and making them a little more visual and a little more text-based. Yes. I There's so many like options on Instagram. And I mean, as you know, as a social <laughs> media manager, I'm sure it's a lot to keep up with. Do you recommend kind of doing a variety of all of those things every week versus just focusing on reels or just focusing on carousels? Or is it kind of like dependent on the person? It can be dependent on like what your audience is engaging with and reacting to most. But if you're starting out and you're trying to feel out your audience, definitely doing different types because everyone has their preferences and everyone learns different ways. And so if you give them kind of the same info in a few different ways, you're probably going to be hitting most of your target audience. Yeah, that's awesome. And Cassandra is about to launch, probably by the time this airs, her podcast will be live. And so I'd love for you to tell us about your podcast in just a second, but also make sure that you go follow her on Instagram because I'm sure that you're going to be repurposing your podcast episodes in all kinds of cool ways. So I think that you're just going to be like, and you are, I mean, you should go follow her anyway, because she has, you just have so many great ideas. I love following you on Instagram, but you are going to be a great person to learn from and kind of just lead by example. So tell us about your podcast. So my podcast is called Schooled in Socials, and it's going to be for teacherpreneurs, teacher business owners, and how they can leverage social media for their business. And it's really focused on sustainable ways to do that because there is a lot of noise out there about what you should be doing on social media. And some of it, just doesn't fit in with our lives. And so we're going to be talking about what's going to give you the biggest bang for your buck and how you can do social media and have it work for your teacher business without driving you crazy. Yes. I love it. I'm super excited for it. And I'm obsessed with the name. Oh, thank you. I love that name so much. (laughs) Now, did you? I can't remember. Did you ask people for suggestions for the name of your podcast? I kind of did. I asked them to guess the name of my podcast. Oh, that's I right. came okay. up with the name of my podcast first and I was like, uh-huh. oh, what do you guys think it is? And they came up with some really amazing ideas. My, I was like, maybe I should have come to my community first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's like such a fun idea. Yeah. I mean, you, like I said, I love the name. So I think you nailed that. But that is kind of a cool idea for anybody who maybe is listening who you haven't started your show yet, or maybe you're rebranding your show. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun to just throw that question out to your Instagram audience and see if they come up with some cool names. Let them do the hard work for you. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> they showed up. So I'm sure if anyone does that, your audience is going to show up for you too. Yes, absolutely. Well, I feel like you shared a lot of great stuff about repurposing. Is there anything that you want to add that you feel like we weren't able to cover? I think just when you start repurposing is 
to give it a little bit to get into that workflow because at first it's probably going to feel like a little bit more work because now you have to add that to the end of your regular podcast workflow. You have to get some templates set up. You have to decide what kinds of information you're going to put into what kinds of posts. But after like a month or two of doing that, you'll get into a really good flow and you're going to save yourself time and you're going to have more energy to put into other things in your business, which is really important. And your audience is going to definitely benefit because they're going to be hearing that messaging in all of the places that you're at. Yeah, that's perfect advice. And I think that that whole piece about adding this repurposing to your podcast workflow is a huge takeaway from this conversation because it it's going to allow you to really lump that social media stuff into your podcast workflow. And I just think that can do big things for you and really make sure that you are getting it done. I'm a big fan of like doing it immediately. If there's something that you can do now, do it. Like I always say, when you record a guest interview, if you record the intro separately, don't wait two weeks to do it because you're going to forget what you guys talked about and it's going to feel like this huge task. But if you can do it right then and there, you're done. You're done in five minutes. And so just do the same thing with repurposing. Sit there after you've got your episode fresh in your mind and it's going to save you time in the long run, like you said. So Right. Because now it's not going to be like, do my podcast and do social media. It's going to be do my podcast. And then both of those things are taken care of. Exactly. I love it. Well, Cassandra, tell everybody where they can find you online. I know we've talked about your podcast and Instagram a little bit, but where can they connect with you? Yeah. So they can find me on Instagram. It's at Foster Content Solutions. And I am going to be launching my podcast on April 5th. So that is Schooled in Socials, and you can find that on all major platforms. The trailer is live, but the episodes will probably be live by the time this episode goes live. So you can find me kind of in those two spots at the moment. Awesome. Perfect. And do you have it? Do you have like a lead magnet or anything that you want to share? Yeah. So I think like if you're listening to this episode and you're like, okay, how is repurposing going to help me and work for me? Or what is that going to look like in my business? Or maybe you're just like, I don't know where to go next with social media. I do offer social media mini consults. And that is like 30 minutes where we can be one-to-one on Zoom and we can work through whatever you want to work through when it comes to social media. And what I'll do is I will send Sarah a discount link. So your listeners can have a discount link to kind of get on my calendar and we can chat and get things rolling for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's super generous. And those kinds of calls can be so rewarding to be able to just like sit down and have somebody who is an expert in what they're talking about and just kind of have a soundboard too to bounce ideas off of. So that sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Of course. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at Podcasting for Educators. I'm always looking for an excuse to talk about podcasting. If you're looking for support in launching, managing, or growing your podcast, check out my online course, the Podcasting for Educators Prep School at podcastingforeducators.com slash prep school. I'll see you here next time.